0: This is a production of KMmedia.pro. Welcome back to Positive Talk Radio. Our goal is simple to explore evolving ideas one conversation at a time. So come on over into our world. I know you'll like it, because on today's show. First of all, I'd like to welcome everybody to a wonderful Friday afternoon at 3 o'clock in the afternoon on Kixie. And I hope that everybody's well. I hope you'll stay for the entire show. We've got a good one for you today, I think. And we're going to be talking about something that... Uh, um and a couple of people that are, doing, are very gifted at this. And we're going to be talking about energy, which is a, a scientific term these days. And we're going to be talking about how energy can be applied to our lives and what we do. And also a retreat that they have that's going to be coming up in the new year. And so we're going to talk about all of that. But before we go via, we want to talk to Eric. How are you doing, buddy? I'm doing fine. Happy Friday, Kevin. It is a nice Friday, and the weather's not too bad. I understand we're going to have fits and sprinkles and stuff over the weekend. Yeah, mostly just cloudy skies and temperatures in the 60s, but uh, not too shabby for the end of October. Absolutely. absolutely. Gosh, can you believe it's the end of October already? I know. (laughs) It's, It's crazy. Time is flying. It is indeed. And pretty soon we're going to see Thanksgiving stuff out there in the stores. And then and then when uh, right after Halloween, we'll have Christmas and Thanksgiving. It's it's just amazing how, how time flies. I, I think they've already got the Christmas stuff in the stores. The Thanksgiving stuff. I, I don't know if they did carry that anymore except for big, uh, you know, pans for your turkeys. <laughs> and they've got Christmas stuff out in the stores already. I, I yep. it's so crazy. It is, it is just so crazy. And some, of, some of them are, I don't know. It's story for another time. We've got a great show for you today, and uh, Eric, I want to thank you, and I want to thank uh, the folks at Kixie, uh, you being, of course, program director, um, of letting uh, Positive Talk be here every Friday at 3 o'clock, which is a compliment to the other shows that we do um, on KKNW on Monday at three, uh, Wednesday at four, and Friday at noon. I had to remember that. That's hard for me. You've got it. And and so uh, we're here four days a week, and so I hope that you're able to catch us in all of our glory in any of those times, because we really do have some very interesting uh, guests and some interesting concepts that we like talking to you about. So given that, I know we have one member of our duo here. We've got both members of the duo. Oh, very nice. Then why don't we go ahead and bring them on now? And uh, uh, Caroline, Paradise, and Shell are here. Shell Benyart, is that right, Shell?
1: It's
2: Benyart.
0: Dang it! It's French. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. And in any event, it's it's great to have the two of you here. And uh, uh, thank you for coming. Thank, thank,
2: you, thank you so you much I'm for having us. us.
0: Now, the last time I'm so sorry, Shell, the last time that we were going to get together, you were not feeling well which has its downside because you weren't feeling well, and also the upside because we got a chance to talk to Caroline for the show, and she was just spectacular. Did you listen to the show at all?
1: I had trouble finding it uh after it aired, so no, I didn't, but I know she's fabulous, and I have complete trust in how that went. <laughs>
0: Very good, very good. So, I wanted to ask, well, let's start by saying that both of you work with energy a great deal. You're both Reiki masters and you both do uh other aspects of energy work with your with your clients. But first of all, I guess let's since um Caroline, we told your story and you can always go to positivetalkradio.net. That's where her podcast resides or you can go to YouTube the positive talk radio and yeah positive talk radio channel and you can see her in all of her glory on on youtube so i encourage you to do that we have over six ha ha hundred and thirty shows up and uh, and we're just skipping right along and so uh shell how did you begin how did your work begin uh deciding to work with energy was it a moment was it a um a evolution of you or how or was it like an angel came down and and tapped you on the wand with its tapped you on the head with its wand and suddenly you were who you are today
1: it was actually all three of those things
0: (laughs) (laughs) oh good i hit them all
1: you did amazingly um So I believe, even if it seems like a moment to anyone, uh, when something happens, it's always an evolution getting there. Uh, So it was definitely an evolution. I had a spiritual journey of about a decade. And then it was also a moment because I was actually in a class that Caroline taught for Reiki one. And during the attunements for that uh, course, a lot of I's were dotted and T's were crossed, and that seemed like a moment. But it all began, actually, with an angel visiting me in the hospital when I had a car accident. So, all three.
0: Well, I hope that the car accident wasn't too bad.
1: Um, It was okay. I'm fine. I'm here. And uh, the angel was there to tell me that I was not meant to leave. Good,
0: good, because we're glad to have you. The Thank world you. I'm be- happy to be here as as is true with every human that walks the, the face of the planet earth the world would be less without you in it
1: absolutely
0: and caroline you obviously you were teaching a reiki class for shell so your your journey started apparently a little bit earlier in your life
2: well it's interesting that you say that because yes my reiki journey did start uh before hers but her spiritual journey started before mine and shell is really the one that opened my eyes to um you know a lot of the things that that I subscribe to now um and uh, made me realize there's a lot more to life than what I had originally understood. And so she really started her journey. And then she said, hey, this is what I'm doing and this is what I'm learning. And uh, and then we kind of started walking the path together. But I, I always think of Shell as my teacher, even though technically I was her Reiki teacher. I constantly say that she's my teacher because she's always... Um, You know opening my eyes to things in terms of energy and spirituality and and all of those things so um we're we're very much hand in hand in so many parts of our journeys
0: so did you meet each other before you were going on this path or somewhere in there that that this past path was opening up for you that you guys met
2: oh you have to have shell tell this because i love the way she (laughs) does (laughs) <laughs> Tells the <a> story.
0: <laughs> uh, no, Shell, you're on the spot.
1: <laughs> uh, no problem. I love this story too. We actually met in college and um, we were both in a communications class that was an interpersonal communications class. And um, in college, I was dark and moody. And uh, Caroline is much like she is today, bubbly and bright. And we sat in the same row, she was in the first seat. And i was in the last seat and i was the type of person that would never ever be caught in the front row i would always be in the back row (laughs) and she was the type of person that would never be in the back row so uh we didn't really have um any interest or desire or opportunity to speak to one another um during the course and but i think we both noted each other um And then uh, towards the end of the semester, we actually were paired up for an exercise where we were supposed to be back-to-back and communicate without words. And I thought, oh no, I've got to be with this blonde happy cheerleader, oh, what am I going (laughs) to (laughs) do? And um, we actually nailed that exercise so much that both of us were like, what is happening here? Um, because it just belied a connection that, you know, I don't think either of us saw um, until that moment. And then I had been working to so the semester ended. We didn't exchange numbers or speak after that. And then I had I was going back to work at a hotel where I had previously worked and I was coming in to get my uniform before my first shift started. And behind the front desk was Caroline. And I was like, you work here? And she's like, yeah, who are you? And I'm like, I'm the one starting. She's like, you're the one starting. I've heard all about you. So um, we, our paths crossed again as they were meant to, because we didn't take the first opportunity we were given. And then on our first shift together, we just uh, clicked and we've been inseparable for nearly 25 years.
0: Well, I got to ask the two of you, when you were in college and you were going to do an exercise, that you were back to back and you were supposed to communicate without words. How did you communicate?
2: Do you remember the details? I honestly don't. I don't <laughs> remember. I, I don't know if it was, I mean, it couldn't have been hand signals because we were you know, not facing each other. I don't remember how. And as you were telling the story, I was asking myself the same question, Kevin. I was like, how did we do that? <laughs> But there was, there was some method to it and we nailed it and it was very surprising to both of us. But of course, in the bigger scheme of things, very much meant to be and you know, not surprising really.
0: Well, you know, an interesting sidebar to that story is that that you were um, meant to meet in college and, and, you know, I believe that there are little signposts and you guys tell me if this works for you as well. They're little signposts with where you're supposed to meet people. As an example, the guy who got me into radio, I did not know. And then we just started having a relationship and started talking about stuff. And then he said, we should do TV or radio. That got me into it. I haven't talked to him in 20 years. So he popped in and then he popped out. Uh, And uh, is that kind of how it worked for you guys? You didn't make it on the first go around. So the universe conspired, if you will, to uh, uh, have you um, have a second bite at the apple, as it were. To meet, you think that's true?
2: Oh, I do absolutely. I honestly, Shell has been such a, a central figure in my life ever since that day that we sat behind the desk at the hotel and and connected, and and um, I cannot imagine me actually becoming who I was meant to become without her because she's been really the the constant in my life. I mean, we have seen each other through everything. Um, we make a joke, you know, we've seen each other through relationships and breakups and marriages and job changes and microbladed eyebrows and the whole thing. <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, I I, I cannot imagine my life. If we had not had a second opportunity, you know, to meet, and especially because once we had a proper conversation, it was a done deal, you know? So that says to me that, you know, it was always written in the stars.
0: You know, one of the things that we always like to, well, we don't always like to talk about it, but it, it, it bears uh, a weight in this conversation is that, um, Do you think that you two knew each other on the other side before you got here and you kind of conspired to say, hey, I got an idea. Why don't we do it this way? And then in the little drama that's going to be our lives and how they fold out, then we're going to meet this way and then we're going to get together and we're going to be together 25 years, then we're going to work, we're going to have a a retreat, we're going to do all of these really cool things. Do you think that that was Happening before you even got here,
1: Kara. I'll let you take
2: that one. Oh, uh, well, we, it's f- so funny you say that, actually, Kevin. It's um, because we've we've said a version of that to each other, you know, and um, you know when we sort of zoom out, both of us, and look at maybe our life path and our life purpose, because we we've both done a lot of work around that, and and do feel both of us that we are you know, on our, our, our path that we're supposed to be on. Um, and it, and it involves each other so much and, and, you know, everything that, that has led me to this point, um, and everything that has led Shell to the point she's at, which is now dovetailing into our first retreat together, feels so synchronistic that it, um, it feels very much like, you know, we, we held each other's hands doing the work, each of us, right, in our own ways and having our own struggles and learning our own lessons. Um, and while that will always be the case, now it feels like we are uh, really coming together to do the work that we were always preparing for, if you will. Um, and we're not exactly sure where that's going to lead, right, because no one is. But um, but it feels very aligned to be working together. And I think the timing is, um, you know, is, is perfect for, for both of us and hopefully for the people that we work with.
0: Apparently the universe conspires with me because you see, I do two shows on Fridays. I do one at noon and I do one at three, one on KKNW, one on Kixie. And apparently the universe conspires to bring kind of a, a, a common theme to to the day because in the first show we were talking about very similar concepts and ideas about number one how you get how you receive messages and thoughts from the other side that kind of guide you along your way and then in your case guided you to each other and also to the retreat, it doesn't matter what the future holds because, you know, and you trust that the future is going to be bright and it's going to be successful regardless of what you do. Uh, at least that's what we talked about last time, Carolyn. And I, so apparently the theme of the day seems to be listen to your heart, trust what it's telling you, and the people that walk into your life, um, they're there for a reason. Does that, it, Shell, does that make any sense?
1: Absolutely. That's how I live my life. With that as the main tenant. There's and- a
2: great quote um, that actually uh, we heard when we were together at a, a, a weekend workshop. Um, there's a, a woman who uh, does a lot of teaching around Oracle cards, and she has her own Oracle card decks and everything. Her name is Colette Baron reed And she said in that workshop, what is for you will never go past you. What uh-huh. is for you will never go past you. And it hit both of us. And we, we remember it, you know, I mean, you get a lot of information when you're at a weekend long class. And um, that was something that, you know, we've brought up. And I have told a lot of my clients that because it stuck with me so much. And I think what it does is it allows you to surrender a little bit to exactly what you're saying, Kevin, that magic right the the power of something bigger and um and kind of just trust that if something is meant for you it's gonna find you and you wow. know our job is to be open to the possibility of receiving magic essentially
0: and asking what you, for what you really want and then paying attention and trusting that the universe in the right time that it is intended for you, will provide it to you. Shall, is that, is that, have I said something good?
1: <laughs> of course. Yeah, that's a great way to say it. And I think a lot of people get worried that they're going to miss the signs or that, you know, the opportunity will pass and perhaps that particular opportunity will pass. But then something new with the same type of energy will come into your life at, the right time and sometimes we get these gifts that are just dropped into our lap where you just can't say no and I think maybe those are potential opportunities that maybe were initially something you might have had to work a little harder for to align with but then you've done the work and you've aligned with it and then it's just dropped into your lap and in a way that you can't refuse and those are beautiful moments that's the magic Caroline's talking about.
0: And so both of you now have got your own practices uh, and you've got your own websites. One is uh, insight and illumination. And the other one is clarity wellness. And uh, you both are working as Reiki masters. What other forms? And I asked Caroline about this last time. So Shell, what other forms of um, energy modalities do you do these days?
1: Uh, well, I do a thing called Root Cause. Um, there is a lovely woman out of the UK named Tracy Stevens who is offering a really informative four-month-long course called The Root Cause. And um, basically, it is the symbol symbolo- symbology of the body and the symbols that the body uses to tell us Um, through pain and disease, what is really happening in our bodies. Um, So she teaches you a method of uncovering the unprocessed emotions that um, begin most pain and disease, actually, not all pain and disease start that way. But the majority of pain and disease begin with unprocessed emotions. So she teaches you a way to... um, guide clients into their pain uh into their emotional pain physical pain um and figure out what the sort of inner child belief uh was that began that then began limiting you and causing uh conditioning and pain around that and then eventually becomes so chronically held that it can show up as pain and disease Sometimes it's just discomfort. Sometimes you just have a heavy heart and you know that, or maybe you have trouble speaking uh, authentically or in public. Um, and so these things can continue to manifest into maybe a thyroid issue or a heart condition. Um there are certain things like fibromyalgia or lupus that have an emotional component to it. And we're not taught that through Western medicine. So this program uses Eastern methodology because she came from an acupuncture background and an occupational therapist background, and she uses um, some energy components. And so it kind of pulls all those things together and helps you get to the root cause of uh, emotional and physical pain. So I do that, um, which is, in and of itself, it's sort of like inner child healing. If I were to to break it down into a few words, it's, it's basically working with our inner children and beliefs that they began to form about themselves and how those limit us. And then in addition to that, I do something called Akashic record reading. So the Akasha is, um, like a heavenly library and everyone has a book and that book is the journey of your soul and all of the lives you've lived and all the lessons you're meant to have. And um, you can actually read that book. You can get information. Um, We're not meant to be in the dark about our soul's journey or our past lessons. And so you can have someone read for you or you can learn to read for yourself. Um, and basically you can go into past lives that overlap lessons in your current life. You can ask questions um, about where you're going or the significance of something or about your future. I had one ask, one lady ask me um, who she was going to hire for a nanny, and I had a guy ask who was going to be his next teacher, and what did she look like, and what course did he need to take, and I've had people ask me, why was I so triggered in the Jewish Museum and, and things like that. So you can ask all kinds of questions. It's really fascinating. Um, I do that as well.
0: For those of you who are in the audience that may be saying to yourself, this is kind of weird. I've never heard of this kind of thing before. Um, I want to point out a couple of things. First of all, if if I may, ladies, can, can I point a couple of things out? That's Please
2: hard. do, yes.
0: One of them is I interviewed a gentleman who's got a clinic in Virginia. His name is uh, Dr. Ravi Ivar. And he was a, um, obviously had a clinic and a doctor during COVID. And we started talking about the spiritual nature of disease. And he also comes from an Eastern background and he will tell you in all the patients that he's talked to and all the years that he's worked that uh, um, that Your emotional well-being and your energy plays a major part in the health of your body. And if your energy is stuck, and those are his words, if your energy is stuck, you can be have all kinds of health issues generate from that. So what Shell is talking about isn't woo-woo nonsense stuff. This is actually based in science. Uh, It's based in reality. Uh, I would share with you the thought about the placebo effect. The placebo effect is half the group gets the, the drug. The other half gets the uh, sugar pill. And oftentimes the results are the same because it's how the brain works. The other thing I would talk about would be um, because I've done so many of these uh, Dor- Dolores Cannon um, uh, and, and others, uh, Dr. Michael Newton and others talk about the Akashic records and they talk about the, your book that is in heaven, that is continuing to update as you move and you grow and, and you can go forward and backwards and you can go talk to, and those things are, and these people are are world-renowned hypnotherapists, have done thousands of readings with people, and so I, have, I firmly believe and know that what they're saying is true. So, Shell, what you're doing is not a woo-woo thing. It's actually based in science. I just wanted you to know that.
1: Yes, I am aware. And I actually um, also do sound healing, which is also based in science. There's yes, a ton is. of science um, that that proves um, how our beliefs affect our our body, our mind, our spirit and our health. And uh, there are you know Western doctors who have written books about how they have encountered this over and over again in their practice. There's a very famous one named Dr. Gabor Mate, who um, was in. Western practice, and then just kept finding that there was these common beliefs among people with certain conditions. And then he left that Western practice and went into this belief work, and he's got multiple books that are all bestsellers, and he's a genius. So there is science behind that, there is Western medicine behind that as well. And there is a ton of science behind frequency and quantum entanglement, and all of the things that seem on the surface of woo-woo, alternative, holistic uh, practices, they it's actually the the meat behind it that really um, is fascinating.
0: And we need to take a break, and we're only going to do one break today, Eric, because this is such a fascinating discussion again. But uh, I just wanted to point out that if, um, if we go back 200 years and there are two men standing on a street corner and one is saying, you know, I had a dream about this black box and it had a knob on it and when I when I turned the knob it would turn on and I could it would play music for me out of this box it wasn't attached to anything. How is that even possible? 400 years ago that guy might have been burned at the stake as a witch. 200 years ago, he might have been put in a home. Now, today, everybody has one of these in their car. It's called a radio. You can't see the transmission. You can't see the, the, the vibration, but it's there. And so I, I'm hopeful that in Shell and, and Caroline, in 200 years, what you're talking about will be mainstream science that everybody's using for their health and wellness. Because um, I, th- I truly believe that that's coming. And call me, call me weird, but I'm not, but this is, this is all true. So we need to take a break. And uh, when we come back, these two are putting together a retreat that I want everybody to know about. You're listening to positive talk radio on K K K K I X I good heavens. Thank you to our dedicated fans. We are updating our live on-air schedule to make it super easy for you to hang out with us five days a week, Monday through Friday at 3 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. We broadcast on YouTube, Facebook, and live on Fridays with Kixie 880 AM Seattle Live. You can find our library to binge all the podcast platforms. We can't wait to see you at 3 p.m. Monday through Friday, starting September 4th, Labor Day 2023. Hello, everybody. If I could have your attention, please. I have an important announcement to make just for you. As you may know, PTR is heard and seen on radio, KKNW, and now Kixie, several websites, podcasts, YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, and most social media. At PTR, we believe in working together to make the world a better place. And because you're listening, we know that you're dedicated to the same. So we'd like to support your efforts by offering an outstanding multimedia package for you at a deeply discounted rate. As our partner, you'll receive commercial creation, both video and audio, at least 10 commercial plays per week, a monthly show to highlight your business and passion, exclusive website positioning with links, video shorts for social media, commercial plays on all shows, podcasts, KKNW and Kixie. Your commercial is embedded into each episode and as a podcast is sent to over 50 different platforms. All shows are performed live and sent to Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter, and stay there forever. Your podcast episodes are provided to you to use as you see fit. This one-time offer is only $250 a week based on a 13-week commitment. And as our partner, we are vested in your success and will do everything in our power to make it happen. However, there are limited spots available, so don't hesitate. Please email me at kevin at kmmedia.pro. And let's get the ball rolling.
1: When you want to say more than words, communicate. You can with flowers. Your custom boutique floral studio in Bothell, Washington is anaturaldesign.com. Connecting you to nature through the language of flowers where your people are is where our flowers are beautiful your success is our goal a natural at your fingertips today
0: hey there i would personally like to thank you for making positive talk radio part of your day whether you like podcasts or the radio show we're glad to have you along I'd love to hear from you with thoughts about the show and ways that we can make it even better. You are the reason we do these shows, because the more people we can touch, the better we can make the planet and our time here just magnificent. Please contact me, Kevin, at kmmedia.pro with any thoughts, comments, or suggestions. And thank you for being in my dream. and welcome back to positive talk radio my name is kevin mcdonald and i've got two beautiful lovely ladies here who are really talented at what they do and but before i do that i got to do this because i'm told to uh, we've got uh, in addition on positive on uh kmmedia.pro we now have a digital magazine that features northwest stories of artists and people and, and different aspects of life that you can go, and you can download, and it's only 75, no, it's free. So go ahead and download it for free, and uh, and you can listen to that. And also, and I'd love your guys' opinion on this, we have a pilot that is coming out that is a 25-minute um, video and uh, for Bloom TV that, uh, that KM Media is producing, and we can do this for anybody, and we're producing this 25-minute video, and it's going to be on Bloom TV, and hopefully it's going to turn into a series uh, in conjunction with A Natural Design. So we're doing all of that as well as... Six or seven podcasts a week. We've got 630, 40, I don't know, a bunch of shows up. And they're all like this. They're all designed to help to help people. And uh, these two people, they've given their life over to helping people live the best lives as they can. And one of those things that you're doing is creating community around an event that is coming up next, early next year. Would you like to talk about that? I know you would.
2: We would. Yes, absolutely. Uh, So we have uh, put together a women's wellness retreat in Charleston, South Carolina in 2024. It uh, is a three and a half day retreat from February 28th through March 3rd. And uh, the name and theme of the retreat is called Embracing Embodiment. And so we will be... um, you know, talking about embodiment and all of the things that it means, and guiding women on a journey of self discovery, of connecting in and going inward uh, w- within their bodies to, um, you know, see what might be stored there, to understand more about the connection with their body, and perhaps, you know, release um, some long held beliefs. Or stories that might be holding them back. Um, so it's uh, it's going to be beautiful, transformational, deep work. And um, I know myself. You know, I've I've attended retreats that have been truly life changing. And uh, when you come to something like this, I think at the right time in your life, it can be truly transformational and that's our intention for the retreat.
0: I have to say I've, I've been around other folks that have done retreats and there is something magical about the results that happen within the framework of those three and a half days that can truly be life-changing. You can develop friendships that literally will last a lifetime and a whole new way of thinking about who you are and why you're here. Uh, Shell, is that is that a good uh, um,
1: commercial for that? That's beautiful. Absolutely. You have a way with words. You should be in radio. <laughs> someday. Someday, maybe.
2: <laughs> Keep trying, Kevin. Keep dreaming. <laughs> well, you,
0: you know, it's interesting that you say that because at the end of one of those commercials, I say thank you for being in my dream. Uh, you guys to have no idea, but you're in my dream oh. and this is this is so as such an impactful uh program that you guys are working on and and the spirit that you bring to it, the energy you bring to your work it really is uh, exciting to uh have the opportunity to talk to people like you and I thank you for being on the show.
1: Thank you for the opportunity and the platform.
0: Well, I'm working to make it as big a platform as I can. So please, everybody who's listening to this show, if you like it, tell your friends and family, please. It will suit them. It will do good for them. And it'll be a, a, uh, a long-term process. I've interviewed people like Neil Donald Walsh and Gary Zukoff and John Edward and and John Holland. And, and so, there's so many that are really talented at what they do, including two gals that I'm a, that I don't know that you know yet. One's name is Caroline Paradise, and the other one is Shell, and they're sitting right here. And I want to—I um, think everybody. I, my job is to make everybody aware of you because you can help. You can help so many people, and you do it remotely as well. Is that true? Yes, we do. Yes. Yeah. Yeah so all the way and you, know, you guys are back east and all the way over here in a in little old seattle you can attack you can go to their websites and you can uh, and you can do zoom and you can talk to them and and you can develop a relationship and you may never ever get the chance to meet them until you get to carolina or south carolina right
1: south carolina charleston south
0: carolina and then when you go there you can have a great time and and your life i i truly tell you your life will be different after that it will be it will be something else and you you can pretty much count on that because you guys are that good
1: well and beyond what we're presenting which has worked for us we have personally worked through this material it has been life changing for us so we're bringing you what has worked for us we're also meeting in a group and um A group collective can help shift us much faster than our own individual work. And I think that we see, you know, whenever we have a global issue and we come together and unite in intention and awareness, we can shift things in a major way. And it's the same in a retreat. That small group of women as a collective intention can support each other, but they can also shift faster than they can individually
0: and that's because we and one of the things that you guys will be doing is gathering together and telling stories about yourselves and about how things are, how you perceive them to be and there are other people in the room that will listen without judgment without without telling you your you're weird or or anything like that and then they will be able to provide insights to you because as the collective as the energy kind of swirls around i've been in groups like this as the energy swirls around and it it, it kind of uplifts everybody at the same time has that been your experience
1: Absolutely, and we learn from each other. There are so many parallels in our healing journeys, regardless of the circumstances. And when you see that someone else is struggling with or dealing with the same thing as you, maybe in a different iteration, it validates your experience. It gives it credit and credence, and then it can help you release it to just feel witnessed and held.
0: How many people do you work with that say, oh... Woe is me! Nothing. This this is happening to me, and this never happened to any other person in the history of the planet, and it's, it's so much worse for me. How many people actually say that to you guys before you start working with them? Do a lot.
2: <laughs> I don't know if anybody said that to me, but I think there's an inherent, um, you know, feeling of isolation or aloneness when we're dealing with stuff that's really hard. And, and, um, when it takes up so much space in our lives, which it often does when it's something that's difficult. Right. And, um, and so I think you almost, I'm not sure you even think about who else is dealing with it because it's like, I'm just trying to get through the day. I'm just, you know, trying to survive or feel better or figure things out or whatever, um, whatever it is that they're trying to do. And so there probably is a bit of an inherent sort of, you know, nobody's got it worse than me kind of thing, because I think when things happen to us, it does, it is the world, it is our world, right? Um, And so I think to Shell's point, when we connect with other people and we hear their stories, we inherently feel less alone because we realize that that it's something that other people have navigated and been through. And, and I think you immediately feel supported because somebody understands. And even though, you know, the situations may be different, um, you know, somebody understands. And I think ultimately we all just want to be seen and understood. Um, and so that's, that's also the power of a group. Um, especially with the intention of hearing stories and allowing people to discover and share um, in a very safe, sacred space, which will obviously be the intention that we'll have in our group setting.
0: There's nothing more impactful than telling a story that you may not have ever told anybody in the world because. You think you don't want to be embarrassed. You're, you're scared of what their response is going to be. And you're telling, you find yourself, it's happened to me, find yourself telling this story to a bunch of virtual strangers. But you've all set the intention of listening and understanding. And then lo and behold, everybody, every eye that you make contact with is suddenly nodding their head and giving you sympathy and and telling you the what you and in, without saying a thing telling you what you can do and then it's it is a it's a magical experience it really is because we need each other and we inherently care for and love each other i think
2: yes and and you know what it can also do is it can offer aha moments Yes. Because I've seen, you know, uh, when I teach Reiki classes, it's always in a group setting. And I've seen many, many times somebody sharing something, a a concern or an issue or something that they've experienced. And as it is shared in the group and the group provides supportive feedback, you start to see uh, connections being made. And sometimes what someone has said is is an aha for someone else. Um, it's like, you know, I never put that together. I never put two and two together until you just said that. And, and so it also provides opportunity for discovery and connecting the dots for yourself. Whereas when we're processing everything ourselves or, or maybe with one person like our therapist or something or a partner, um, you know, we don't have that opportunity to get different perspectives or to to have the group setting to piece it together in that way.
0: Shell, do you find that when you're talking to people in a group setting like that, uh it's it's just like this conversation actually is energizing me. Um, do you find that that the energy in the room raises up and it actually is an it it raises everybody's vibration and energy and they feel much better at the end of the session than at the beginning of the session? Has that been your experience?
1: Absolutely. Um I mean, I think that healing can be done uh, over a long period of time, and it can also be done instantaneously. And I, I see such a difference in every single one of my clients from the beginning of the session to the end of the session. Um, and in our retreat, we're offering so many modalities. So what may work for one person may not work for another, but there's so many different opportunities to explore things that maybe you haven't explored, to... Um, to begin to find things that work for you. And so we've got yoga, um, which is an embodiment practice of really being, you know, you can do yoga and stretch, but you can also do yoga where you are really present to listening to the signals of your body. And that is how we intend to um, begin our yoga practices. We have sound healing And energy healing combined, Uh, Caroline and I will both be offering Reiki during a sound healing where we have a local practitioner doing the sound. That'll be on a rooftop, our exclusive rooftop for the the hotel. And so I think that's going to be a really magical experience to be outside looking at the sky, supported by nature, listening to sound that is healing our vibrations and our frequencies and receiving energy work at the same time. In addition to that, uh, we'll be teaching a lot of really interesting concepts that you may or may not know much about, which is about the energy and, and emotions and energetics of the body and how to begin to piece together that symbolism that I was talking about earlier and looking at your own body and the symbols that each of our bodies send us and helping understand it in a deeper way, um, beginning to create a real um Deep and intimate connection with our bodies, beginning to love our bodies, but also looking at the journey that we've taken with our bodies. What words have we used to our bodies throughout the course of our lives? And and how can we change that now in a more loving and compassionate and understanding way? And then we're going to present concepts to you about what your body actually has been doing for you which is holding your memories, your trauma and your conditioning and your beliefs your whole life until you're actually ready to begin to look at them and unravel them. And so when you look at the body like that, it's actually this amazing, loving partner. And so no matter what your story has been with the way your body looks or the way your body functions, when you start to see it from that vantage point, you have to begin to love it differently and to get into a deeper relationship with it. So we'll be presenting that information. We'll be doing womb healing for women because this is a women's retreat. We all have wombs or we've all at least had a womb at some point. And we hold quite a lot in our womb space. You'd be um, really surprised at You know, whether you've had children or not had children, our womb space is where we connect to our partners, our loved ones. It's where we hold things that are overwhelming to the heart, women. And people in general, but definitely women, when something is overwhelming our heart, we push it down into our pelvis, into our womb space, because it's just this bowl that can hold things. So it will hold memories that maybe you've never thought about again since it happened, but it's holding something for you that actually is the key to unlocking something that is keeping you from expanding into your highest self.
0: That's really interesting. We don't have those on this side of the aisle, Um, but uh, so I'm not going to even go there. Uh, But I wanted to ask you, um, the yoga class, some of us are a lot less bendable than we used to. Can we still go to the yoga class?
1: Absolutely. It's for all 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 levels of yoga. It's it's not, you know, this is not a, a fitness practice. We're not trying to have our bodies look a certain way or perform a certain type of pose what we're actually trying to do is just be really present with our body and how it feels in that moment and we're beginning each day with it so it may need a lot of stretching it may be a little creaky uh, it may not be able to do what your neighbor's body can do and that's okay and that's the entire message of this retreat whatever your body is doing is okay and it's meant for you and it's got messages for you and it wants to be in deeper relationship with you and let's just take some time drop in and listen to what it has to say.
0: That's my middle name, Kevin Creaky McDonald, because my bones are creaky at this point in time. Um, But I also wanted to compliment the two of you in in working with women and and their bodies and body image and that sort of thing, because I've lived on this planet for 66 years and I've never had anybody whistle at me or tell me uh, anything about my body, good or bad. And but that is a very common experience for uh, half of the population who just happens to be female. And it is great that you're going to be working with women to understand some of that and to overcome those body images that have been impressed upon them by people who may have meant good things or, or a nice thing, but it didn't come out that way or whatever. So it's, it's important because body image for, for, for women is very important, right?
2: It really is. Um, I think it's a, it, well, it's, it's certainly a journey that every woman takes um, and it's, it's different for everyone. Uh, it's been a huge part of my embodiment journey has been body image, uh, body dysmorphia, which is essentially um not seeing your body the way that it actually is right-sized. And, you know, I think, I mean, you're absolutely right, Kevin, in that we get a lot of unsolicited comments about our bodies. I think every woman does, but also, you know, we're born into a society that has expectations and that, um, you know, there's a lot of uh, unconscious bias, you know, in terms of what your body looks like, what your face looks like. Um, And so, you know, we will definitely be talking about body image, um, but the great thing is that the this retreat is about embodiment, and it's certainly not limited to that. You know, when I think about embodiment, um, a lot of it for me has been a journey of just learning how to be present in my body in any at any given moment instead of allowing my mind to exist outside of my body. And the way that it exists outside of my body is if I'm thinking about the future, right? If I'm having a conversation with you, but in my mind, I'm thinking about what I have to do, you know, tomorrow or, or next week, then I'm really not present in my body. Or if I'm thinking about, you know, what, what's happened in the past. Um, And so many of us, I really believe that so many of us don't even realize how often we are not present inside of our own bodies. And the issue with that is that we then don't have access to the joy that is right in front of us. Because in order to experience joy as it's happening, you have to be present in your body to experience it. And so a perfect example would be, I was the person who would go on vacation and two days before the vacation was over, I was already thinking about having to go back to work. And so literally those two days, I was not in my body, my mind, I wasn't present with what I was doing and I lost two days of vacation. I gave my joy away. Same thing would happen to me every Sunday night, you know, or Sunday afternoon. When I would think about going back to work, and so that's also been a, a very long journey for me. But, but that's a piece of embodiment that is beyond the body image piece, um, and in addition to all of the things that Shell explained, um, in terms of you know really connecting in with what our body is storing and holding, and what it's what it's doing for us energetically, it's also about just the simple act of of accepting the good things in our lives as they're happening and not giving those moments away.
0: Isn't it amazing that a lot of us, I'd say most of us, begin our work week, we say, well, we work, go to work on Monday. That's not true. You actually go to work about six o'clock on Sunday night. And now you're thinking about everything that's gonna have you gotta do next week, and, da, 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 da. and rather than enjoy, so you lose half a Sunday. Exactly. And there's, there's no reason for that um, other than, but oh, I want to do this. And then I'm going to turn the show over to you too. Um, I have a challenge for everybody. If you're listening to this show right now, this is what I want you to do tomorrow. Tomorrow, I want you to set your alarm clock for five minutes earlier than you normally do. Just five minutes. I want you to get ready, do your morning routine, get everything ready to go. And then what I want you to do is to walk outside your door and stop. I want you to smell the world around you. I want you to hear the birds, see the flowers, see everything that's there and just be quiet and just be one with everything that's around you. You will find that it will change your day, might change your week. And if you do this every day, it will make your day, in my opinion, I'm doing this more and more all the time. It'll make your day that much better. And it'll make the day around you, the people around you, your loved ones, they'll notice a difference in you. So do try it. Uh, I think it'll work. What do you guys think of that? Is that good advice?
2: I love it. I think it's fantastic. Yeah, and, you know, it's a really good piece of advice because, Really, one of the fastest and most efficient ways to bring yourself back into your body is to go through your senses just like that. What do I smell? What do I see? You know, what do I see in terms of texture, of color? Um, even when you're driving, right? Sometimes when we're driving, we're thinking about the to do list or the, you know, the laundry list of things or something somebody said to us. And instead, What would happen if you just felt the steering wheel between your hands and you and you felt the seat cushion underneath you supporting you, you know, and you could go through each of your uh, senses like that. It brings you into the now and it also can be very helpful with anxiety because so much um, anxiety can come from when we're projecting what's going to happen in the future. So that's a really great exercise, Kevin, I think that you suggested.
0: Well, thank you. And I hope everybody does it. And that's your challenge, ladies and gentlemen. We've got less than a minute. Um, I want, shall let's start with you, get your information out so people can find you.
1: You can find me at insightandillumination.com. And I have Zoom sessions available. I have in-person sessions available and I will be at this retreat in February in Charleston with Caroline.
2: I hope to see you there. Caroline? Uh, ClaritySouthCoast.com is where you can find me. And I am uh, really hoping that if this message resonates with anyone that they look into the retreat, Uh, Shell and I both have retreat information on our websites And uh, it's a great excuse to explore the beautiful city of Charleston and uh, to do something really beautiful for yourself as well.
0: And I would like to thank everybody for listening today uh, on KIXI. We do this every Friday. We do W on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. So look us up on KKNW's website or Kixie's, and we'll be there. I want to thank my guests today. Shell and Caroline have been nothing short of magnificent. And I thank you for being here. Thank you.
2: Well, Kevin. thank you. We're just trying to follow your lead.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's pretty easy, actually. So in any event, I want to thank everybody. And by the way, remember this. Be kind to a Because each other's all we've got. We'll see you on Monday.